When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on! Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I am so glad I was a kid because I didn't have to like try and date one of you we during awful. that era. We were so oh, man, I had abs though. I had abs back then. Yeah, you had abs and I had thumb rings and frosted yeah. tips. Dave and Mahoney. I get the Dave and Mahoney show, but you gotta give Audrey top billing on that because she's got the look. How rude. There's a contingent of older women who find Dave and I to be very cute. And if you don't believe us, you should have been with Mahoney and I at the Adam Lambert concert in Houston, <laughs> Texas. Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> You're not a big Jew. Judas Priest fan, huh? <laughs> don't you clap. Don't you say that about me. I'm a huge Judas Priest fan. Who's the lead singer? <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? So what age is the acceptable age to be fighting in public? I know there's not really a good answer, but there certainly has to be, like, a cutoff, right? Like, if you're over... 32 years old what could you possibly be doing getting into a fight in public um dave there is uh you just have to be i think if you're over the age of like 30 and you are uh sober uh you're you have to be like uh you've got to have problems if you're fighting in public so i just it stuns me every time that i'm watching one of these fights that happen at football games and i've been to a lot of football games and especially college games where Everyone is liquored up too much and just looking to cause trouble and all of that. Uh-huh. But when you're talking about like a professional NFL game, because this happened last week on Thursday Night Football, it was the Giants and the 49ers, and there's not like really a rivalry there between not those really. two teams. The, the idea that people are going to be spending that much money, because going to an NFL game is very, very expensive. Oh, it's cheap. Oh, sure. For is, me. Yeah. <laughs> because you're... <laughs> Hot and you get everything for no, free. No, it's because my boyfriend love. My boyfriend loves me. Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the uh, the the Forty Niners uh, and the Giants were playing on Thursday Night Football, and this fight broke out in the crowd. And again, like the decision making here to get into a fight to begin with, but the decision making to get into a fight when you're wearing a wig. Oh hell like, what no! Are, that way you going. Doing? What are you doing? Or you got to pull that wig off. That's that's what happened, but her wig got pulled off. They yanked See, off her whole ass wig. In girl fights, one of the first things that you go for, unless, I mean, you shouldn't be, because, I mean, people think that that's kind of like a coward's way out, but is the hair. Every, hey man, every girl it, goes for the hair. It doesn't matter. You get locked in. Here's the thing, though. Like, if you're in a fist fight, anything goes. I mean, like, yeah. you know, like, oh, you hit them in the nuts or they pulled their hair. Don't matter. Yeah, but I mean, like, do you feel like kicking, though? Like, as a guy, like, if you're in a fight, I feel like kicking is the you're same not as, supposed like, air to kick, You're not supposed to kick somebody when they're down, like, or right. in the head. But, also, like, if, but like if, you're, if you're both on the feet and you hit somebody in the nuts, I think that's fair game. But if you're both, oh, if you're both on your feet, I was, thinking, I was imagining, like, both of you guys on your back and you're just, like, kicking, like. Kick, <laughs> kick, kicking is very rarely <laughs> a good idea unless it is a stadium fight and you have the higher ground and you yep. can spar to them. 
then that's a lot oh, of fun. Oh, that's so chump. Yeah, no, no right way, in the chest. Man. And you got to scream, this is bought up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you can't be, you just can't be fighting. And, and, and you know, like we just saw that old guy, you know, that, that Dolphins fan die who, right. was like a, who had held tickets for like 30 seasons. From getting in a fight? Oh, yeah. yeah a guy punched him, he hit his head. Had a, had a heart attack as well. Yeah. I guess, what was he doing arrest. fighting? I don't know. Again, like you're too old to be fighting. Stop it. I mean, he probably was like, I've been in wars. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and some idiot person's coming up. That's just so sad. You're so, right, Dave. Don't fight. Some uh, some good news today as well. Uh, science nerds are having themselves a day. Humans are one step closer to figuring out the mysteries of the universe. And it's all thanks to a NASA capsule that got back uh, with some space soil from a long, long way away. I guess it took it seven years to get back. And they said that it had traveled all over the place in order to get this. But they're thinking they might discover some new things about the universe because of this space. Do you guys know anybody who is like a rocket scientist or like whatever these type of engineers are? Do you know anyone who's who does this? Rocket scientists are going to hang out with us like no. I went to school with someone who eventually he like was interning for NASA whenever we were 18 years old. Meanwhile, I'm like doing beer bongs. (laughs) No, but really, every time I hear these stories, I'm like. Man, I wonder if this guy's doing that. And is he getting laid yet? Because <laughs> like, he wasn't laid so back then, was he? obsessed with stars. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do your significant others set traps for you? Let me explain. So, it's football Sunday. My wife knows that I very much enjoy watching football on Sundays. And this year... You actually get Sundays off. I mean, what was it, like three or four years in a row you were working every Sunday doing some NFL stuff? Hosting like a sports betting show. And so, yeah, this is the first year in a long time that I've had Sundays where I can just relax. Be with the kids. So my wife on Saturday (laughs) decides that she's going to start planning some stuff. And she's like, we should take the kids to the zoo on Sunday. And I'm like, oh, you think? Is that your exact response? Yeah, I was like, you think? Because the kids are on fall break now. I'm like, well, why don't we do that on Monday or Tuesday? Right, during the week. Yeah. Sure. I mean, There's Mon- lots of time. We still, still got Monday Night Football. No, no, but before <laughs> Monday Night Football gets going, oh. we could take the kids. Oh, you're, you're being proactive. To the zoo. Okay. And her mom is in town. And so she goes, oh, well, if you don't want to go to the zoo with the kids on Sunday, uh, I can just go with my mom. And you can stay home and watch football. And I went, this is a trap. I mean, that sounds great. This I is. Mean, thanks see, for the offer. It's a trap, <laughs> but it also is setting precedent. You should have laid. You should have planted the flag. You should have put your foot you down so and, and seen where it would have taken you. From your little chair over there. I know where it would have taken me. I mean, she had company. It wasn't like she was going alone. You said there wasn't a single animal in sight. <laughs> So you really wouldn't have missed much. I didn't know that before. There there was a couple of monkeys and a giraffe. I mean, there was... Where? And sleeping inside of... I mean, it's enclosure. It's hot, man. I mean, like, I get it. I get that she wants to get out, having four kids at home, and then there's, like, seven bodies inside the house at once. I'm sure she's probably getting a little restless, a little antsy. Your wife does like being on the move. But (sighs) if you would have said no, I think she would have been absolutely annoyed because... I get that. I would have been annoyed too, but she would have gotten over it because her mom was there. I I don't know, Audrey. I think Dave is right about these traps that are being set. And I will say this: uh, my wife does something similar. Uh, she was <laughs> we all do, man. Because not not the zoo, but she needed to go grocery shopping on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I was sleeping in because we had you know a late night on Friday night. Yeah, you sent me a um like a cute 
puppy Instagram at like 2.30 in the morning. And I was like, is he still up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. my, you know, my wife was like, do you want to go? And I'm like, no, I, I do not. I do not. I, I do would not. like to just lay here. If you want us to go. Don't pose no. it as a question. See, but that we is, want you to want to go. No, nothing is going to make me want to go. I want to watch football. Ninety percent. We I want, want to do. know that you love us. I don't love you I more am, than football. We, are we don't with care you. that you're married. Nope. Like, I was going to say we don't care that you're married to us. We don't care that you're our significant other. We want to hear you say, "Sure, honey." I can't wait to get some pants on, some shoes on. And go grocery shopping. Comb with my you. hair. I gotta comb my hair. Brush, gotta brush my, my teeth. teeth. Kiss the whole way. Let's hold hands Ugh. through no, the like, egg aisle. I, everything in my life, I do. I'll keep you nice and warm through the for the, the freezer aisle. No, it's it's it, everything I do in my life is something I don't want to do. Like everything that we do <laughs> is something that I, you know, like I, you know, my wife says this because I, you know, we we talk about like you know, like if she were to die or she Jeez. were to leave me or whatever. Like I mean, you guys talk was, about that regularly. If I was single. If I was single again, I would I'm I I let's would not, just be done. Let's just not like, talk about any of that. You don't want to manifest any of that energy. No, I, I'm not You're trying live to a manifest long and beautiful life. No, but I'm just saying, like I am more, <laughs> I am completely happy and content just being at home always. Would you call it a long and beautiful life if I'm sloughing around? At the zoo, buying three dollar and fifty cent bottles of Dasani. You're Is that a long and beautiful life? Memory. I mean, not for the animals. Better but- than Aquafina. <laughs> Better than Aquafina. All I got was a sunburn and a bill. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call eight three three Yo Dummy. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Speaking of hot sauce, I have a friend who brought his own hot sauce to a restaurant and leaves it there specifically for him. Message deleted. See, that's a boss move, man. So I, the, the whole hot sauce conversation, like, I, I'm a hot sauce purist. Like, for me, I know everyone's got their own thing, but uh, it's Cholula every time, with the exception of if it's buffalo sauce, which Frank's is peak there. But if I go to a restaurant and they don't have it, if I was, like, a regular there, because I really like it on breakfast food specifically, mm-hmm. if I went to, like, a breakfast spot, and they did not have it, and they were willing to, like, keep some Cholula on draw for me if I brought it in, I'd do that. Dave, this is why you need to embrace the fanny pack, sir, because this is where women you know have what? a one-up on us men because, right. Audrey, it'd be easy for you to carry around purse hot sauce. Nobody would judge. From the mini, the minis? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the, you see the little mini Tabascos that you usually get for, like, oysters? No, I want the full-size, full, like, Costco-size mm-hmm. yes. By the two-pack yeah. that's, yeah. like, uh-huh. a, a half liter. <laughs> I'm just Cholula. I mean, for yeah. how many eggs you eat in a day, Dave? Mm. Get one of them speed so holsters, eggs. you know, like yeah. uh, the guys who competitive shoot, but just throw a bottle of Cholula in there. They should, make, they should make a squeeze or like the, the like a, for ketchup. Like the industrial ketchup ones? Where they, like, should, <laughs> they should make that for <laughs> Cholula. I, I mean, I feel like I know part of the, you know, the strength game and conditioning for being a Cholula master really is the the shaking it on top of your eggs and making sure every drop comes out. Yeah, like what is, just get the pump. Why, why do we have to basically molest a bottle of hot sauce it, to make it perform? It's a shake weight. <laughs> why do we have to shake weight Cholula? Ridiculous. I feel like I'm dating it. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, yeah, what is your favorite Disney movie? 
What's yours? Message deleted. I mean, Aladdin was pretty peak for me when I was a kid. A Little Mermaid up there as well. The Disney Renaissance, that era for us when we grew up, Dave, you know, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, mm. Aladdin, and Lion King, those four, hard to beat. But my favorite, like, more modern one is Princess and the Frog. The music in that one, it's Dr. John and Randy Newman who do the music for it, and it's just so damn good. Yeah. Uh, love that. I just watched Elemental. Over the weekend? Pretty good, right? I really enjoy... Man, very well like, done. You know, you're, if you're sitting here, like, man, Pixar, you are just bastards. They are just like... I feel like they're sadists because, like, you take movies like Up or The Good Dinosaur or even Elemental, and you're just like, man, you're just making me... You're just here. You're just making these movies Is there another dad death in Elemental? So yes. many dad deaths. Man, yes. like, what's up? Why is Pixar so anti-father? Have we ever thought about that? Have you ever noticed how anti- Pixar? Well, like, has he got daddy issues? Disney was anti-mother no- in, the, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. For sure it was. Like, every Disney princess did not have a mother. Yeah. Or so if they, they did, it. they get it shot at the beginning of the movie. Oh, oh I no, love no, Bambi. No. Bambi doesn't get shot until later in the movie. Which I is know. such a... I, I, I don't know when the last time you rewatched Bambi, but I went to go do that maybe, like, um, almost a year ago, and I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh, Wow. I thought that Mama Bambi died like right out the gate because yeah. it's so traumatic, and I'm getting through about halfway through the film, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, they get- really make you like get invested into this mm-hmm. motherhood, and then they're just like, "Just kidding!" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! It's I- like the Lion King, where it's like, "Ah, oh, you've you've formed a bond, bond now, have dead. you?" <laughs> exactly. And let's make sure the kid is there during the slow, painful Mama? death. Oh let, let him crawl under his arm while he's bleeding out. Dad. <laughs> Dad. Jesus. Moves the paw so you just like reaffirm right. his death. <laughs> no, I think the fact like that we just saw him fall off of a cliff at the hands of his stepbrother. <laughs> Surely Scar was adopted, by the way. They did not look the same. Move. Wait, yeah, y'all wait. had different daddies. When Simba's lifting his paw, it's like a WWE wrestler. You know, like when they've got a sleeper hold on somebody. <laughs> you expect that maybe Hulk's going to come back. Thumbs up all no. of a sudden. He's totally dead. I still have epilepsy. Um, when are we going to hear some Judas Priest on the gosh darn radio? Love you, bye. Message I don't know how those two things are connected, but... <laughs> Have I you mean, informed like us about the epilepsy before? <laughs> Why is there an epilepsy update? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would it. feel like radio is the it. perfect medium for, isn't it bright lights that can cause epileptic yes. seizures? Yeah, yeah, so like, sure. yeah, yeah, man, like, we're, we're here for you, bro. I feel like I'm casually epileptic because one time I went to <laughs> a... Yeah, yeah, very casual. Because remember one time I told you guys I was out at that, I think it was like a slightly stupid show or something, and they very randomly had laser beams like coming off the stage, and one pinged me in my eyeball perfect, and I passed out like a fainting goat. <laughs> I was like, what? I woke up on the floor, and I was like, whoa, that was scary. Are you sure it wasn't the drugs? I was only casually smoking pot. Okay. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, can I just ask you a little bit about your yourself? Sure. Uh, you are two different people. Go ahead. Because you are either a great-grandmother who goes to bed at 8.30, yes. and you were getting some guff about that this weekend. I was. Um, or you are the YOLO party girl who is just ready to just rip it up with your friends. It depends on, well, I don't know necessarily if I'm ready to rip it up past a certain time anymore. Like, I'm totally down for all of the fun daytime fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then up to a certain point, like around 10 o'clock, uh, for sure, I get a little sleepy. 
But um, also, if I've had enough time to mentally prepare for said fun, like I need like advance notice, like that you cannot spontaneity and I don't mix. That's not for you. No, I mean I'm trying to be more spontaneous, but mm-hmm. in general, now nah, if I don't have like 48 hours to 24 hour notice, <laughs> no way. No way. See, we're out of that pool party this weekend, and you showed up, like, ready to go. Yeah, because I had a month and a half of planning and preparation for not only mentally, but also my outfit. Cute outfit. Very nicely done. Thanks. Yep, yep. Does that help? Does it, like, for you when you're, like, thinking I'm going to go party for the day, does if it If I have help? an outfit? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're all always about gonna, Yeah, if you, have a, if you have an outfit, you're just, like, waiting to waiting to wear. It's like, it goes back to elementary school. Like, first, first day, day of school, school man. you're like, school. oh, I got an outfit. I can't wait to show off and look my finest. Also, I feel like th- that's, I feel like you're messing up. You don't ever wear, you shouldn't wear your best on the first day of school because everybody's wearing their best. Give it a day or two and yes, then just come that in. Friday. That but Friday. And come in and just bam. I didn't Whilst. have that kind of impulse control. I mean, I had been waiting months because did your parents do this where like they would buy you a new pair of shoes, but you weren't allowed to wear them until Til school the yeah. first day? I am doing that currently. So we just went shopping for because we're doing an Italy trip. And yep. like you said, Mahoney, first day of school outfit. You're so excited. You're getting um, all of your, your clothes ready for your trip. I don't know if you guys do the same thing or if your wives do. But um, I just went out shopping for uh, with my boyfriend and he has all of these outfits and he's so excited to wear them. But I looked at him and I was like, what do you have on? Why are you wearing that? That's your Italy trip outfit. You're not wearing that until Italy. Like you put that away, you fold it up nicely and you have at least you have one more week, man. You can't wait one more he week. He was excited. Uh, you nope. can still wear it in Italy. What do you mean? No. Why not? Can't. Because the first time you're wearing that is when we were in Italy. Wow. Wow. That. Your relationship has already gotten to that level. Were you? Did he take it off? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, but he is a person who every single time he wears something, he has to immediately wash it. So then it's ruined. It's just, it's it loses totally, it's, it loses its, yes. its specialness when it's been washed. Well, and, and also, I'm not, you he, think he, he's not, there's no way he's going to do that laundry in time before Italy. And that shirt's just going to be at the bottom of some basket somewhere in freaking laundry land to never be seen for our trip. Think about how sad he was. He had to take that off and put on some outfit he did not want to wear for the he, entire day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't you be on his side. How, how could there you do that to so him? There are so many other outfits ruined his that, day. Looked, that he looked so handsome in, and it just wasn't that one because it wasn't, it wasn't meant for Italy. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Tom is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Tom, tell us about your level of education. How far did you get in school? Uh, actually, I was a college dropout because I got through two years of community college and did not finish my bachelor's degree. So my man. Did you get an associate's degree, though? I did not even finish my associate's degree. Okay, so I would say we are on a similar playing field, my friend. Even though, yes, I spent three and okay. a half years in community college at three different prestigious mm-hmm. community college establishments. Right. Yeah, sure. How did you not get your associates? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, like, I I mean and you went to three different colleges. It takes two years, two yeah, years to get pay. an associate. Uh, okay, missed seven years at University of yeah. Kentucky. I was a hard worker, <laughs> and I just wanted to make sure that I was really, you know, just propping up the University of Kentucky. I wanted to really make sure they were getting all the funding that they needed. Yes, very thoughtful of you. I yeah, thought yeah. so, too. And, and my last year of community college, I was taking six credit hours per semester working at the radio station. All right, that so, Tom Mahoney, uh, 
is leaving the studio right now. You guys are going to be asked the same questions. Uh, I'm not going to tell you if you got the answer correct while we're going through it, but you should know that you do have one pass, and I would just encourage you to use that sooner rather than later if you feel like you need it today, okay? All right, sounds good. Okay, question number one. In which ocean is the Bermuda Triangle located? Which ocean? Oh. I'm doing uh, Atlantic. Okay, Tom is saying Atlantic for the Bermuda Triangle. Question number oh. two. In what year did the U.S. celebrate its 200th birthday? Was it A, 1976, B, 1950, or C, 1996? 1976. 1976 is what Tom is saying. All right. Question number three. This essential gas is important so that we can breathe. I'm going with oxygen. Oxygen, okay. Question number four. You still have a pass if you want to use it. What company does the logo have the drivers wanted on in the 1990s? Was that Mercedes-Benz, BMW, or Volkswagen? The company car had the slogan drivers wanted on it in the 1990s. Let's, uh, let's use the pass right here. Okay. Two more questions to go. The famous okay. clock tower, Big Ben, is located where? In London. All right. And final question. Introduced in 1962, <laughs> Sonny the Bird is the mascot for what chocolatey General Mills cereal brand? Oh, jeez. I'm going to go with uh, Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs, all right. So I, I will tell you that you did very well, but let's see how you actually did. Mahoney is re-entering the room right now. Is that how you spell that, Chris? Okay. I'm, I'm looking at that that last question. <laughs> I'll get to it in a second. All right. No, it is. That, that, that is, is that's how you spell it? <laughs> I never even, now that I'm looking at it, yeah. I see why that uh, threw you off. Let me see. I want to well, know. We can't joke. say it on the air, but uh, but that is how it was spelled. That's how you spell that? Yeah. That kind of illusion's okay. happening here. All right, here we go, Mahoney. Um, I, I will tell you that Tom did well today, okay. and we'll see how you fare. In which ocean is the Bermuda Triangle located? That would be the Atlantic. Mahoney says Atlantic, Tom says Atlantic, and both of you are correct. Question number two, in what year did the U.S. celebrate its 200th birthday? Was it 1976, 1950, or 1996? Man, y'all don't even need a multiple-choice answer, man. 1976 was the bicentennial. Tom said 1976, so does Mahoney, both of you. Correct. That's when America went two ways. <laughs> <laughs> the bicentennial? Yeah. Oh, I got uh, it. Bye. Uh, Bye, jokes. Question number three. This essential gas is important so we can breathe. Uh, I mean, are, are you are we talking oxygen here? I mean, this is that's a very open-ended question because there's many things that are, are needed, but to oxygen breathe, is yeah. primarily the one. You have a pass if you if No, you don't I feel will confident. go with oxygen because that's okay. correct. Tom said oxygen and Mahoney says oxygen. Both of you are correct. Well, yes. Okay. Okay. Question number four. What company had the car slogan drivers wanted in the 1990s? Was that Mercedes, BMW, or Volkswagen? Oh, crap. That sounds like a BMW uh, ad to me, but I'm going to pass. Uh, both of you actually passed on that one. Uh, Volkswagen is the correct answer. Really? Yeah, Volkswagen oh. was drivers wanted. Okay, Weird. question number five. The famous clock tower Big Ben is located where? That it would be in London. 
Tom said London, you said London, both of you are correct there. And final question, introduced in 1962, Sonny the Cockatoo Bird is the mascot for what chocolatey General Mills cereal brand? Sonny the Cockatoo. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean, uh, a cockatoo for a breakfast mascot? Yeah. Ah. And repeat that question. Introduced in 1962, Sonny the Cockatoo Bird is the mascot for what chocolatey General Mills cereal Sorry, brand? I got to correct Dave. It's cuckoo. It's yeah, it's not, a, it's not a. I was legit oh. just googling it too. I was like, that's, I was like, it's I not thought a that's cockatoo. That's how you spelled cockatoo, and I was no. like, really? Oh, that's that's, a, that's even funnier than that's how you spell cuckoo. <laughs> this is what a, that's what a cockatoo looks like. It's got little got sunny okay. cheeks. All right, all right. So th thank you for the correction, Chris. Yeah. But still, I don't know if that's going to help Mahoney at all. Cocoa puffs. Cocoa puffs is. Correct, and that's exactly what Tom said as well. And when Tom says that he is also a community college dropout and that you guys are evenly matched, he was very right because both of you got five correct. Well done, Tom. Yeah, because, I mean, what other, I mean, there's one other bird cereal, and we all know he's a also, toucan. cuckoo is definitely spelled cucko. <laughs> Google it, man, I swear. Which is what we were laughing about, so. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So I had something happen to me this weekend that has never happened before. What's so that, Dave? we're checking into the hotel because we're going to the Life is Beautiful Festival downtown Las Vegas. And so we're checking into the hotel and, you know, walk in, like, set all the bags down. It's kind of like normal stuff. And it's just the wife and I. Um, and she goes, are you breathing heavy? And I'm like, what? Did your wife call you a mouth breather? Yeah. like, uh, And I'm, I'm like, no, what are you talking about? And then I look over at the TV. And you know how it has, when you check into a hotel sometimes, it'll be like, welcome, and it says your name. Sure. It has like a little menu for if you want to mm -hmm. order room service or whatever. But then it'll also have like some programming playing. Yeah. I had never seen this before. There was a very aggressive sex scene going on on the TV. Really? While I'm checking in, and I'm like, no, uh, there is some adult content, apparently, on the TV. And she goes... Somebody cleaning? Look at the housekeepers for cleaning whilst watching pornography? I, I was like, what is happening? So wait, somebody was it also, the front? This wasn't, this was in your room, not In my front. room. And Dude, she, somebody she, had sex before you checked into your no, room. No, this was like part of, it was like a, a movie of some kind that was just on and it wasn't like just that type of movie, I don't think. But this this scene went on for a solid 10 minutes. And my wife's like, did you put that on? And I was like, no. And then I kind of looked at her like, but since it's on, she's like, no. <laughs> so what do you mean that this was a part of the checking in entertainment? Was it showing like the possibilities of watching porn? Nope. on? Nope. The, I'm so confused. I know. I'd never seen anything like it before. That is weird. And, because it, and it was, it, the scene went on for, like I said, like 10 plus do minutes. Do you know what movie it was from? Did no you idea. investigate? Did, did not investigate, but, um, you know, very... Uh, very good. So I, was the movie itself on? I have so many questions. Was, the, was the movie itself on? That's another weird thing. Like, do they normally just have movies so, on that are, like, rolling during the check-in? Because no, not normally. No, I think that I, you 
had somebody in your room before you and they did not turn it off? I if was, it was the actual movie. I checked into the same hotel that you checked into, uh-huh. Dave, and mine said, was no just sexy the, movies for you. No, it was mm. just a it was a static screen. It right. was just like welcome, Mr. Mahoney, but Esquire see, DDS. Audrey, I, I would think third. that you're right that like somebody was watching that in the room beforehand, and but it was there was also like the frame of it wasn't like the entire screen. You know, it was like part of the welcome to the hotel. Yeah, they usually have their own, like hotels will have their own infotainment center or infotainment uh, interface built into these TVs. It's normally like Mario Lopez, <laughs> you know, like telling you what movies you can watch in your room. Juliana Rancic. Right. I think that this hotel knew that you were needing a fair of fifth. Is that, is that what it is? <laughs> Trying to inspire us to have they another were. child? They yeah. were. They said, yeah. you know what, that man? Still not clipped. <laughs> well, guess what? You've been what? talking about it for how old's how old's the little baby Ruby over uh, there? Yeah, she's she's a year and a half now. You've been yeah. talking about this for a year and a half. I know. You're gonna get a fifth, man. You're gonna get a fifth kid. No, nah, like I said, I got shut down. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Well, if you ever want to get out of trouble, start taking notes. This is how you do it, friends. It was 3.15 in the afternoon, and a 60-year-old woman by the name of Deborah Debbie? was driving her red Range Rover in the Florida Keys and swerving all over the road, and the cops pulled her over, and they said, hey, what uh, what are you doing? Debbie had some bevies. Mm-hmm. And she appeared to be fairly intoxicated, smelled like she was very drunk, mm-hmm. and uh, she claimed she was innocent, had done nothing wrong, and they said, well, ma'am, I need you to step out of the car. And she said, No. I don't think I'd like to do that. <laughs> That's kind of giving off Red Range Rover energy. It is, yeah. And then the uh, the police officer said, no, I really need you to step out of the car right now. And to prove her innocence, when the cop reached into her vehicle to help her unbuckle her seatbelt, she bit him. <gasps> oh. <laughs> well, that's how women show love sometimes. It is. Just get a little nom, yeah. little what, chomp, chomp. What are you doing? Stop you just biting like people. Uh, so, she yeah, him. She, uh, she, <laughs> she got tased. arrested on top of the DUI charge. She also, battery on a law enforcement officer, did not say that she got tased with time. I mean, I get it. When you're drunk, you are hungry. Yeah. But that is the that is the wrong kind of bite that uh, you should be going for. Uh, this woman I, I respect because I think that stretching is overrated. Florida deputies say that a woman <laughs> <Not> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly attacked two people at a pool for doing stretches that she thought were inappropriate. A female victim said that her and the male victim were both doing stretches when Amanda, 41 years old, smacked and shoved them both. The female victim had a red mark on her face indicating that she was hit. The man and Amanda are connected in some way, which says that makes this like a domestic issue by nature. She got charged with two different counts of battery, and I tell you, 41-year-old Amanda looks pretty pleased with herself in the mugshot. Uh, She does not look to be 41. She looks uh, like she is 65. Yeah. Straight she looks up. insecure. So you're saying that maybe somebody who was connected with Amanda was stretching with another woman, uh-huh. and, and she, she didn't like, didn't like she that. Didn't like I think that that's pretty fair and valid. If I, my significant other is over there doing some, I don't know, lateral stretches and some yoga, downward you know, I, dog, you just need me to you need me to stretch out that uh, th- those thighs. You know, you got you got to get the the uh, you got to get that leg up. I like, I like that Audrey is there. over here just like spirit animaling with Amanda. Yes. Going to go over there and start fighting a couple of people for yeah. stretching? Slapping. Yeah. Audrey, they say that stretching is uh, like one of the best things we can do as we get older. I do agree. I was pro-stretch until I got more of the details, mm-hmm. and now I am pro-Amanda for being anti-stretch mm-hmm. in this moment. Well, and what if I she think was... it's more of like, what are you doing, hey guy? Like, did you think that this, I'm sure, younger 
woman was going to be interested in you because you were like stretching with her? I mean, if you, I, I <laughs> wouldn't mind. Would you? Would you be mad if a? So you, you're mad if your guys stretching out with another woman, but what if she's helping him, like, loosen up his hamstring? Yeah, we like, are at a pool, not at a physical therapy office. You don't know that. This could be a physical therapy pool. I need a limber lady to stretch me out a little bit before I go for a nice, relaxing swim. This is like water aerobics. That's right. Have you ever done water aerobics? I, I do know it's one of the best things you could do for your body, for sure. Looks very relaxing. You know what is Low not, impact. You know what is not uh, erotic? Mm. Water. No, it's not. There's nothing erotic How about How is water. this so wet, and yet somehow it makes everything dry? What is going on? You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Mahoney has been dealing with his ceiling. You saw some bubbling on it, and you're like, oh, no, is the roof leaking? Well, it turns out you had the guys come out, and they took a look at it, and the the roof is not leaking. Thank God. Thank goodness. Because, that- you know, when, you, when you, you've got a leak, and you don't know where it's coming from, the last place you want it to be coming from is the roof. And it just so happened to time out that this leak coincided with uh, some serious rain that had happened at a uh, at, at the at the same time. So this uh you know we had we had we had our contractor friend come out and they ripped out the ceiling. They found out where the pipe was you know they got it fixed, so you know we're feeling pretty good. It's the it's it's not a great scenario, but it's the best of the best scenario in a bad situation yeah. that we could have. I've been in this house for eleven years now, and so you know they ripped out the ceiling. I've never been in my attic. Let's just because this is especially in my attic on the other side of the house. You told me just moments ago that you went into the attic, and I was absolutely shocked to think of you. Going up into the attic. Did well, somebody invite you into the attic? Why did you go into the well, attic? Well, I wanted to look up in there because the ceiling or you know is ripped out right now because uh-huh. they haven't come back and you know they're gonna drywall and put the ceiling up and, and fix it all and close it back up. Is, is there is there a ladder that, that pulls down or did you have to take a separate no, ladder? No, no, I had a ladder. So my like access to my uh attic is in my like closet. Uh-huh. My master bedroom closet. On the other side of the house, this one is the front of the house near the guest bathroom where this all went down in the guest bedroom. And so we had a ladder out because we were changing air filters anyway. And so we just decided to like, I'm like, you know what? I've never seen up here, you know, so I decided to actually crawl up the ladder and get into the attic or did you just look? Oh, I crawled up the ladder. I mean, I went up the ladder because this is pretty high and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm gophering it up there. You know, my head's popping up and I'm able to like look around. I got a flashlight. And as I'm like looking around up there... So I've always suspected that there was no insulation in my guest bedroom because it gets so damn cold in the winter and it gets so damn hot in the summer. And it's, I mean, we're talking like a 20 degree difference than the rest of the house. And sure enough, guess what I found, Dave? No insulation. No insulation in my roof. So how do you fix this issue? Do you just like go and find some man uh, the, to insulate the, uh, it for you? Our or? buddy who's a contractor, he's, you know, we told him, he's like, yeah, we'll, we'll have, we'll get some up there for you. It's not a problem. Yeah. Easy, real easy fix. So we're going to put some insulation up there, you know, but you it's been. that pink stuff? Do they still make that pink stuff? I think it's, they have multiple kinds. Yeah, now. I think it's still pink. Pink, right? yellow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've seen yellow as well, but. Is it still full of shards of glass? Yes. Yep. Fiberglass. fiberglass. They, were, yeah. they used to say, like, don't you dare touch that because you would get, yeah, like, splinters. For, yeah. Forbidden cotton candy. Yeah. That's yeah, what it exactly is. What yeah, is, it, it, is that the color of I think yours? I don't know what we're going to put in there, but I'm, I'm hoping for I'm hoping for the pink. Pulling for pink. I, I do love a pink. I yeah. feel like this should become a bet. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you're 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 looking around up there. There is no insulation. Did you crawl up there further to explore more? Did you actually go into the attic? Or you no, 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 no. Okay. I mean, because it's literally one room over from yeah. the guest so, bathroom. So you're able to see. So I'm able to see so over there. So let me let me ask you this because you being on a ladder is startling. Yeah. Um, when you say that we were changing out air filters, uh huh. Does that mean that your wife was changing out air filters and you were supervising? If she or... were to fall off the ladder, I would catch her and save mm-hmm. her life. Yes. Okay. That is, that is us changing air filters. Mm. Yes. Good for her doing her dude, dude, like dude, dude. I would never, like, here's the thing. I would never, I would never change an air filter ever. Well, you, you, have, you to, have to or else you will ruin, you'll your, go into what Dave air did. Air conditioning units will seize up. Eh, well, it's whatever. <laughs> so you have to buy a whole new unit. It's fine. I believe that house. fine. Do not put that into the universe. It is not okay. It's fine. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I was just listening to you guys doing a commercial, but, you know, there's three of you doing it, and it's obvious Audrey needs some acting lessons. But have you ever had to do a commercial where it was just something you could not really say? You know, you an advertisement for somebody you know just was not what the commercial was claiming? Thanks, guys. Keep rocking. Message Shut deleted. Up. <laughs> I mean, I need acting lessons. That was unscripted. That was that was pure. That was talent is what you heard. What do you mean Audrey needs? What, what, what kind of call out is that? <laughs> you know That's what annoying. it is? It's just because Mahoney is such a, a fantastic. He thespian. is a thespian. It's yeah. hard. It is it's hard, hard to, to keep up. I was yeah. voted most dramatic 23 years ago. As a uh, high school senior superlative mm-hmm. at my school. And, and you uh, have lived up to that. That is right. You have made an entire career by being extra and dramatic. Thank you. You're welcome. I was also voted most bitter. That also checks out. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. You know, sometimes they screw those superlatives up. They they nailed it with you. That's pretty accurate. That is like, I mean, on. like, really, that's the only two that I got. Most dramatic and most bitter. And sure, you know what? Here we are 23 years later. Still bitter that I didn't get tallest because that should be something we vote on we should measure on that not vote on that's that. such a man thing to say we should all just measure just like look at no, each other we shouldn't. The room. no we shouldn't <laughs> i was wondering i recently went to see uh zz top and i mean i'm so lucky they're still around that i even get to see them but without dusty they just didn't sound the same i was wondering who have you seen that maybe needs to retire you know like they're still really really respected it's just time to move on their voices change they lose band members message deleted yeah i don't i don't think that that i'm i want to you know call in any bands to retire because it's a real easy thing to ignore like if you don't want to go see the band because it's not the original members anymore but there's still a market for the leonard skinners of the world that are out there because they're playing fun music and it's the nostalgia is there there's some politicians that I can think of that maybe need to retire. <laughs> but, like, with the band, you can just not go see them. If, yeah. the, if the people are, like, you know, running the free world, that's a little more problematic, in my opinion. I would have to agree. Mm-hmm. There's nobody who, though, I feel like uh, if I were to go and see that I would know. Like, I'd be like, wow, is that still them? Like, Adam Lambert? <laughs> Wait a you look just like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> That's not Freddie Mercury. Wild. If you drink enough, anything is possible. You can really just make your own reality if you have enough booze. But see, I'm not mad at that. I mean, obviously, we would all love if Freddie Mercury was still alive and able to perform. But, you know, the fact that they're still out there touring and giving people that want to go see that an opportunity yep. to, it's, it's, I appreciate that. For sure. 
as long you know here's the thing like it doesn't matter how old you get like because the road's not easy for anybody yeah like it's just not you're away from your friends you're away from your family you're away from your bed for who knows how many nights on the road if they have the energy to keep doing it good for them you know i mean look at the stones the stones could have retired 40 years ago and no, still No, they been... couldn't have. Mick Jagger's got like one billion children. It doesn't doesn't he have like a two-year-old? <laughs> yeah, like, what, are you, what are you doing, Mick? He's like on kid 30. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's probably got... He's got a 60-year-old kid and a two-year-old. <laughs> hey, man. I'm not joking. I really think that's the swing here. <laughs> I don't think it's two. I think it's a little older than that. Four? <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> Call three. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, with uh, Audrey's... Balding problem. You can always put Miss in it, put a little Southern accent, and Miss Ar- Miss Baldry would sound real nice and look pretty on T-shirt. Give it a thought. See you later. Bye. Message deleted. Later. Bye. <laughs> That's how I sound whenever I'm trying to get off the phone with my parents. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> you know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? Bad. bad. <laughs> It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Jay is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. And Jay, last time we had you on the show playing Cover Your Ears, you actually phoned us from your hospital bed. So I'm glad that you seem to be doing better. How are you today, man? I'm doing great. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. couple lifelines if necessary, and we're kind of all over the place with these. We got one that's 9.4 million views. Another one that we're going to start with today has 11 views. Good luck. Here we go. Give me a word, give me a sign. Show me what I love. Tell me what will I find. Will I find. Lay me on the ground and fly me in the sky. Show me what I love. Tell me what will I find. Will I find. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the whole song. Do you know it, Jay? Uh, isn't that Collective Soul Shine? It is, brother. Well yeah. done. You, you know who does a right. great cover of that that I, I was introduced to from the Righteous Gemstones? Uh, Dolly Parton. Oh, I bet. Uh, yeah, didn't, didn't she do that fairly what? recently? Uh, I mean, it was like 10 years ago, I okay, think. Yeah. But it was, it's phenomenal. I mean, again, I it's her. Dolly yeah. doing Collective Soul. Here for like, it. All right. Okay. Dolly can do no wrong. So, Jay, you're on the board with a full point. No lifelines burnt. Here we go on to the second one. 155,000 views on this one. Just an interesting place. Not bad. That wasn't not, bad. Not I mean, bad, but not particularly great. No. It's got 155,000 views. Okay. Yeah. Do you know, Jay? That's a lot of views. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not Huckleberry Finn. That would be Tom Sawyer by Rush. Yes, sir. Well Is done. that kid singing and playing the guitar? Or, uh, and also the drums? So I guess it was like a whole music foundation. So, like, they have kids that will, like, come in together, and then they'll, like, play at the same time. But Couldn't yeah, find another kid to sing, huh? Uh, <laughs> no one else in the whole foundation of no it. This is probably like sick kids. <laughs> oh God, don't say that. Okay, here well, we go. I mean, you could have, you could be a kid. <laughs> All right, here we go. You could be sick and still suck at singing. 
<laughs> Just because you're sick, it doesn't make you better. Oh, God. It's uh, okay. horrible. Uh, don't get better going if you're help. sick. I mean, we're just assuming. Uh, that's just, I'm, yeah. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there, man. Jesus. All right, here Why we go. On to, on to number three. Two full points. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Two full points. <laughs> Lifeline still intact. This next one, 9.4 million views. That's 9.4 million views. It was a middle school talent show. Oh. Somebody somebody fell off the stage. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, really... that was going just about as well as I would think a middle school talent show would go. I like the the, the applause at the end. Like They're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to try to help them out. But just one, one more time here. Just... <laughs> Awkward clapping. Yeah, good job. Yeah, good job. Next. Could you imagine being the person who is going on after that? Uh, like, is the stage safe? Jay, do you know it? I think so. I'm going to need the, the link to that so I can see the visual. <laughs> yeah. But uh, is, is that Radiohead's Creep? Mm, oh, I can see where you would get uh, that yeah. a little Close. bit. Kind of, kind, of, kind of in the same vein. That was actually Undone the Sweater Song by Weezer. But Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, the next one here, 558,000 views. Here we go. Lower range. That was unnecessary. No, I thought that that was good. The actually, the lower, the lower range the, the, the was the lower solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The, the upper just it kind of gave me the, the it freaked me out at the beginning. But Jay, my, my daughter would kill me if I didn't say ACDC back in black. I'm out. Yes, I'm in. Well I'm done. In. All right, last one here. You still have two lifelines that are fully intact. If you get this, you win today. 523 views from the Pepper Tree Market. Okay. okay. All right. Stop, Stop it right trying there. to make it art. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just cover the just, damn song. Just cover it. All right. Jay, for the win, do you know it? Well, you know what? I, I think I'm going to ask uh, ask you guys for a little bit of help on that. I believe it's We Belong, but I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the on the artist. He just okay. wants us to participate, Mahoney. I, you know, we, we, we do love a participation trophy here on the show, Audrey. And you are right, Jay. Uh, that is We Belong from Pat Benatar. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to Dave and Mahoney. 
So, Mahoney, we were talking about just how egregious it is that your wife was driving around with an open coffee mug. Not the sort that has a top to it, not a little thermos, but an actual coffee mug, and she spilt it all over her car, and she deserved that. It was a Latte Larry's cup from... uh, Love a good spiked coffee shop? That's right, from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. When's that coming back, by the way? Is that coming back soon? I think we got one more. I think the next season is maybe the last season of... I think you're right. Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is crazy to think that that show has been on pre-9-11. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that show wild. is 20-plus years old. It's I mean, still so good. And it's there are very few shows that get better, yeah. and I would say the last three seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm have been the best three seasons of that show. But we were talking about how it was inappropriate for your wife to be driving around with a coffee mug full of coffee. Right. Because there's plenty of ways to solve it was weird. the it spillage. Was, it, was out of, uh, it was out of her normal... Uh, it was out of character for her. And then all of a sudden, off the top ropes comes Audrey with what she was doing yesterday while driving. And you were eating nachos while driving? No. Oh, you weren't driving. You no. were just knuckling them at home. At home. Oh, I thought you were I saying mean, but it was I... after your drive. Yes. Okay. No, all right, that helps. But I have absolutely eaten a hard taco from Taco Bell uh, uh, while driving. Okay, so that that that's crazy as well. Um, but what you said... It really hit me uh-huh. because I've also done this before, and it is a serious problem when you've got a dip of some kind, whether that's a salsa or a cheese. Oh, God. And it's so good, but you are out of chips that are still in chip form. <laughs> and so you do that thing where you're basically, you'll place just like the little pieces of the chips on your fingers and just basically scoop it up. You know what I, I started just, to do? I sprinkle them in, and then I eat it with a spoon. Dude, oh, my I God, was you say, do? I spoon, dude. Yeah. I spoon some of the dip that's and then dude. sprinkle. Move. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you sprinkle the chip on top of the dip and spoon it into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> do you just ever, like, take... <laughs> that's, that's some fat girl, fat boy move. Yep. <laughs> Man, I've done it before where I, I have, like, a little bowl of the salsa, and I'll, like pour the salsa into my mouth, and then I'll keep my mouth open and just throw a handful of little little chip yes. shards in there. Or like if I've gotten too much dip, I just add more chip to my mouth. Like chip crumble. I feel like the fact that there are so many chip crumbles at the bottom of a chip bag is actually, uh, we should all sue. You're- like we should collectively sue uh, Frito-Lay yeah, for pain su- and suffering. This is such a freeing moment for Did me. I thought hear- I was the only one that would take the bag of chips, pour it in my mouth, and then keep the mouth open and also add salsa. Yeah. I have, I've tried to eat <laughs> a, such a small chip crumble that it has, it has lodged in between a gap in my tooth. Yeah, did you eat chips near Camp Lejeune? Call us now, 833-YO-DUMMY. <laughs> hey, shrapnel. Dave. Dave at Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, the young lady who called in saying that hanging out in Prescott was a wonderful idea, even at the courthouse. It's not Prescott. It's it's Prescott. Kind of like biscuit. Message deleted. Did she oh, say Prescott? We probably did. I no, wouldn't no, say, I, don't say, don't say biscuit. biscuit. We'd be like brisket. Brisket. That's. I feel like that's a tastier analogy. It is. You know, a bagel, uh, unless it has the proper spreading on it, is always just made. A bagel? Yeah, you can't have like a dry bagel and it'd be good. Who Who's a dry bageler? What, Raising you, my hand in ashamedness. She is. You're wait what? Yeah. I know not into like like not because I want to be, but like sometimes if I am in a hurry and I just need to like raw dog a bagel, I will. Like I mean, because I also am a 
I am a generous lover whenever it comes to cream cheese. Like, I will dunk each individual bagel bite into the cream cheese. I'm not a schmearer. Audrey, if your bagel is dry, you need to see a doctor. Um, and also... Um, but I don't get regular seems, bagels. I don't get plain, seems, boring bagels. Like, I get the fun and flirty kind that'll already have taste to them if I choose to eat them uh, roguely and dry. But are you at least, like, toasting them? If I'm in a hurry, no. If I don't have time. Like, if I'm, like run into work in the morning or something, I'll just like grab a fistful of bagel and run. That's chaotic. Please leave a message. Says the guy who eats five eggs a day with Cholula on the road. That's perfect. They're driving That's eggs. That's chaotic. It's highly efficient. That is chaotic. That's not chaotic. Eating scrambled eggs They're, while driving is chaos. Highly no, efficient. You want to know chaos? <laughs> chaos. I don't know if you guys saw my wife's uh, social media over the weekend. But she went, apparently, that when she went to the store while I was still in bed, she decided to take a whole ass cup of coffee, but just as a cup and With not. With no lid. I did see that. I saw that. And she, she got her just desserts. It spilled all over her car. I, I don't know what she was thinking. What are you doing? Like, I'll see that from time to time. People will be driving down the road, drinking coffee out of a mug. And I'm like, what What are you She's doing? She's got a hundred vessels that have lids. I So I, I don't normally want to fight a woman at a basketball game, but I was close. Uh, there was <laughs> this lady that used to go to my daughter's because she would cheer like for the basketball uh-huh. team uh, that would show up at the basketball game every Saturday with a mug. It's just an open-faced mug of coffee. Uh, yeah, you drove it all over? You drove here, got out of your car, mm-hmm. carried in your mug, and you have it sitting on the bleachers. How that does it- is disconcerting. See, but How your a- wife, Mahoney, is a principal, and I feel like open mugs are very on-brand for principal. It was a short note. It's, this was a very out of character for her. She normally would have, you know, she's got Stanley's and those, mm-hmm. whatever, those the double vacuum-sealed bottles, but she just took a straight mug to the store and was spilled it. Was she in it. a hurry to get to the May- store? It must have been that. I feel like this is growth for your wife. I mean, your wife is so perfectly planned to a T on she literally everything. Spillage. She just needed that. But she's living a little. Here's what Humbler. I don't understand. <laughs> Come back down to our level. Here's, here's what I don't understand about your experience at the basketball game. So, who's still drinking a single cup of coffee? Right. Like, I mean, you're like, what, what maybe you're, 10 ounces? You're an hour and a half in. You're drinking, you're going to sip on 10 ounces? For, man, I'm eight cups in. For a now, child's basketball game, you have to at least be like five cups deep. For real. Chaotic energy. Did not like it. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. So it is amazing to me how awful people are when their own family members start to get older. I mean, you see this all the time, Mahoney, like when somebody passes away and all of a sudden everyone starts fighting because the person that is literally dying has money. Yeah. You're like, you just people gross. are just awful. Like vultures. Just absolute vultures. And this is what's surprising to me about this one is that it's a former judge that's at the center of this one. This is from Cook County, Illinois. A judge has been stripped of her law license. And I mean, judges make pretty good money. Oh yeah, like, and they have good pensions that, and all that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, after claims that she stole money from her dying uncle to buy cryptocurrency. So she's accused of stealing $240,000 belonging to him after he moved into a nursing home. Yeah, no, that's not right at all, man. 
So after a few months, she stopped paying for his care and owed more than $41,000, even though she'd stolen $240,000 from him. Uh, his physician, who was a close friend, discovered that his accounts were empty and had been closed, so hired an attorney to do some investigation. Well, a judge entered a default judgment against her in the amount of more than $1.2 million. She argued that she shouldn't have to pay it since he's now dead. <laughs> I mean, what a uh, what a defense that you would think that maybe being a judge or being in the legal field, you might have something a little bit more creative, maybe some like, you know, prior case history to stand on, mm-hmm. but this. Yeah. No, he, I don't have to pay it because he's dead. Okay. Go. I mean, the fact that she was not paying for his care, I mean, this guy Gross. had obviously saved plenty of money. Um, and that's why it just makes me very grateful that everyone in my family is really terrible with money. So that way I, I don't have to worry about this being a thing later on in life, including myself. I'm going to spend it all. There, there ain't going to be nothing. That's all you kids. Hey, man. Yeah. Good luck, kids. Yep. <laughs> There's too many of y'all. I mean, honestly, the whole idea of, like, handing things down, like, who needs that? You know, what? that just seems so complicated. That is not complicated. Yeah. Yeah, it is. No. I'm not getting anything. I'm you one don't of- want any, like, treasures from your family members? Treasures? Yes. Men are so weirdly unsentimental. It is wild to me. I legit just was talking about yesterday how there are certain things from my family that I want. My dad, this is the silliest probably thing ever, but I grew up, remember the claymation, like, uh, the, for the uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer sure. and... Uh, Frosty the Snowman. He used to have all of those little stuffed animals around the house from whenever I was a kid. I specifically asked for those like last Christmas so that I could have them because it reminded me of him. They're stuffed animals, Dave. What are, you gonna, animals. what are you going to do with those? Did you did you put They're them up? Decor- yes. For, ho- for the holidays, they remind me huh. of my parents. Like Those are the small little things that you should be thinking of whenever you're like creating memories with your kids. They're going to want things. Wait, so, I mean, Mahoney, do you have, like, family heirlooms? Not really, no. I mean, like, you know, my dad passed, and the only thing that I really took from him, you know, from, you know, that I, like, he wanted me to have his record collection, so I took his record collection. Right, like, like, that's that, something that's, that's cool. important to you. Well, it was important yeah. to him, and, important you know, him and so then... that's something that reminds me because he loved it so much. But yes. outside of that, literally, there's nothing that, like, a Snoopy magnet, a Snoopy magnet. Right. And I mean, yeah, I think it. we could do without the Snoopy magnet. No, I actually, the Snoop, I like the Snoopy magnet more, you know, just because it's. <laughs> you didn't take the Snoopy magnet? Uh, no, I took the Snoopy oh, magnet. Okay. But outside of that, One I'm just. Snoopy magnet and 600 vinyl records. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and photos. And, and well, of course, photos, photos yeah. but that's not, that's not treasures or. I, I think they're memories, I don't know. man. I mean, like, why why was, was my family such slackers that they didn't have like some. Cool ass memorabilia from like World War One or something. I bet they because it would Your all be like Nazi everything. stuff. You don't yeah. want to like you know re- you know go into your great granddad's. Attic, then you're like, oh, what's in this chest? And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, oh, boy. That happened to me. I was telling my grandparents that I wanted, well, my step-grandparents, that I wanted some of their china, and we went to go flip it over whenever they were doing all kinds of, uh, <laughs> they were getting rid of their home, and they were moving into a nursing home. Was it Nazi fl- plates? It was Nazi ah! plates! Also, so like, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. I don't want those plates yeah, anymore. Also, like, what's up with the Nazis? Like, they had to brand everything. They're like, all right, even our plates are going to have little swastikas on them. <laughs> like, what? Y'all are crazy, man. This is David Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm David Mahoney. Well, isn't this just some great news for all of us that are fans of scripted TV? It looks like the writer's strike is finally coming to an end. A bunch of the big heads from the studios, including the head of Disney and Netflix and uh, NBC Universal all sat down, and I guess they have come to terms. So the strike 
uh, lasted 146 days if this is, in fact, the very end of it. And again, like uh, somebody that really loves TV, and I think that we are in the golden age of television, the idea of everything reverting back to the crap that it was during the last writer's strike where it was just more Big but you got to think, it's Oof. for every day that we lost, it's probably going to be two or three days until mm-hmm. we're back up to speed. And even then, there's a lot of people who are going to drop out, not just from the writing side, but from the production side. The, you know, the teams that we, you know, Bill Maher was talking about, the gaffers, the lighters, the cameramen, you know, the 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 assistants, all of these people. There's so many people who've gotten out. So we're going to, it's going to be years probably a year or two before we see Hollywood and the so small screen back to where it was, you know, even just six months ago. Well, even for the actors as well, one of the things that I thought was the most interesting um, negotiation that they were trying to, you know, put into their favor from the strike that I read was they're trying to eliminate the use of streaming for AI. And what I mean by that is, is they're taking, you know, the likeness of certain actors and implementing them maybe for like, uh, like B-roll or, you know, just like basically tertiary characters who are walking around in the back. And so they're not having to really give some of those actors their cut, you know, and they're not really having to give uh, anybody. If you're creating AI computer generated people who are just like mundanely walking around, you're not having to, pay them, right? So they're trying to fight for where they're going to continue to get paid as opposed to you just saying, hey, wait, is that my face on that Netflix special that I just saw? Like, wait, I didn't agree to that. Um, So I thought that that was really interesting. And whether or not this continues to go forward um, as a tentative plan, I'm, I'm curious to see what they agree to. So, of course, everyone this weekend was talking about, you know, Taylor Swift showing up to the Chiefs game. I honestly cannot think of another time In the history of watching football, and I love football, I watch so much football, where there's been a football game going on during the NFL season, and no one's talking about the football game. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs just blew them out. Right. Like there, I mean, it was, it was a blowout. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe if it was a good game, that would have changed things. But the fact that everyone was obsessed with the fact that Taylor Swift is up in the box with Travis Kelsey's family. Like, they keep cutting to Travis Kelsey on the sideline. They're not even talking about the damn football game. It was pretty wild that you, know, you have somebody that is that big of a star that when she shows up, it really detracts from what you would think would be the most important thing happening during the game, which she would be the game. is such a superstar yeah. that she's outshining Patrick the Mahomes yeah. and Travis Kelsey yeah. playing. I mean, the once a, like they just won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl champs. Yep. And then she's there and everyone else cares. The no o- one cares. The yeah. only other situation that I could kind of that kind of, you know, they got the world talking a little bit but not nearly as much as this obviously because Taylor Swift uh, you know, there were reports that she was going to be possibly at the Super Bowl or they were offering the Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. Taylor Swift doesn't need the Super Bowl. And that's, there's like two artists who can really say that right now. And Taylor Swift is one of them. I mean, they were talking about, you know, Taylor Swift's tour being an economy in and of itself over the last summer, which is pretty wild. But the one that sticks out in my mind is when Brett Musburger back in that, uh, I think it was the national championship game. The Alabama or, game. It was when he came out and, you know, the, the cameras were on, uh, who was it? AJ's girlfriend, Catherine a- Webb. AJ McCarron, yeah. And yeah. Catherine Webb uh, became a household name for a little bit uh, after that. Yeah, but that was like because Musburger was like, you know, such a legendary broadcaster for him to be like, look at that hottie. I mean, crowd, don't know? get me wrong, Catherine <laughs> Webb, you know. Yeah. But he, he made a comment basically along the lines of, hey, kids, this is why you want to be a superstar quarterback because she was so good looking. And everyone's jaw dropped after the fact, but 
that didn't take away from the football game. True, like, yeah, we still talked about it. Yeah. Everyone was talking about Taylor Swift. Even today, like, you're talking about a huge blowout for the Chiefs, and all the clips that you're still seeing are of Taylor Swift in the box. I, it's not even the fact that they beat him by 31 points. Or it is, I feel like, the the peak of pop culture significance of what we're currently talking about. Yep. Like, there is nothing I really feel like that has touched this of certain, like, because you're doing kind of like cross marketing here, right? right? It's dudes and chicks. We are collaborating oh. like sports and pop. And everyone's freaking out. <laughs> and in the post game interview, so arguably Patrick Mahomes is the most popular NFL player right now. For good I mean, reason. E- easily the most identifiable, identifiable with Tom Brady now retired. It's now kind of, you know, the, the, the baton has been passed yeah. to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, coming off their Super Bowl win and all that. But even then, you know, the sideline reporter's still asking him, like, hey, Patrick, did you feel any pressure, you know, to get Taylor's there? Yeah, to get (laughs) Travis uh, a touchdown. And he laughs and he jokes. And again, that's probably the biggest athlete in America right now. Certainly up there, right? And yeah, so the fact that he's being interviewed and it's not even about him. Yeah. You know, that's something. This is Dave and Mahoney. Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave a message. Okay, rank your top three favorite farm animals. If cows aren't your number one, then you're crazy. Message deleted. Nah, man, goats. Goats are the best. They get a bad rap because they're always associated with Satan. But, you know, uh, goats are they're fun. They're, they'll headbutt the hell out of you. They are. Sometimes they'll faint for no reason at all. Small goats. Small goats. Not large goats. But like, I like large little, goats. Little little billy goats. Yeah. Man, they're cute. Have you ever seen little billy goats playing? Like, they're just bouncing off everything. Like, yeah. they're just a real good time. Yeah, I like a donkey, too. Donkey's definitely up there. Donkey is it, man. I mean, like, I, I follow so many donkey accounts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, just people hugging donkeys. Waffles? I follow Waffles the donkey. Yep, yep. He loves to chase goats. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Cows are cows are top tier, certainly, for sure. But I think that they they aren't the end all be all. What would be your number one? Donkey. Donkey is your number one. Donkey's my number one. Dave yours is goats. Goat. How don't you say it like that? Dave yours is goats. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Are you going with chicken? Inflection is important. You would. I don't know, but I like the fuzzy headed chickens. You know what I mean? The ones that have like their own Karen hairdo, like yeah. the Karen chickens. <laughs> Those are for sure. You know which ones I'm talking about, that, right? That, that, that actually is very, your spirit animal. They are very bougie. <laughs> they are like the bougiest little chicken, and I just love them. And I feel like they've so got extra. so much attitude and sass. Mm-hmm. And you don't eat those. Like, the, you can't eat. Well, I mean, I'm sure they taste not good. I feel like they wouldn't taste good. Nobody they would should try. try. They would intentionally taste bad don't, just to piss yeah, you off. Just to yeah. be like, <laughs> Tricked you from the grave. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but also maybe like a rabbit, like a bunny. What about pigs? No one's even mentioned pigs. Pigs yeah. for sure are in my top three. But they're they're just, I mean. Chickens, rabbits, and pigs. And then cows. They're too smart. That's the problem with pigs. Mm-hmm. I know. It really bothers me that they have like emotions and stuff. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, I All animals do, nah, guys. On different levels. Fish though. don't. I love how we were just Fish like propagandized don't. by big food. And we're like, what do you mean cows? They don't have feelings. <laughs> Birds. <laughs> Murder them because we like eating meat. <laughs> big yeah. meat. Sorry. Oh my God. It's so foul. They have feelings because they like hugging. Cows like to hug. Fish don't. Fish. We can eat plenty of fish. <laughs> going to hug that saw. <laughs> that is so mean. Uh, this is Steve Horner. I just came back from the golf course and uh, listening to Digging Your Tunes on the radio, and you're promoting this uh, idea of 833-YO-DUMMY. What's the dummy, th- dummy thing that you've done in your life? I wrote the book on 
tackling single parenting from a man's point of view, thinking that it was going to sell a million. <laughs> well, it actually sold about uh, 5,000 in uh, brick-and-mortar stores, but uh, I'll tell you, the women came after me with a vengeance. What are you talking about? A man parenting. There was no way that I was going to cut in on their turf. And uh, it was a fun ride. I'm still experiencing it. And so are you. And uh, ask yourself, has this really been good for America? Okay, adios. Have fun. Message deleted. How many Long Island iced teas would you say that you had that while you were on that golf course? What, was what? overserved by the cart girl. But I mean, good for him for <laughs> writing a book that mattered to him. And he sold 5,000 copies in a brick and mortar store. I, being a person who is a big old frequenter of Barnes and Noble, big long Barnes, live Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm. I've got big, big noble energy over here. Um, <laughs> I have probably walked right by your book. <laughs> I, maybe, right? I mean, where would you, where would you put I that book? I have not book? been looking at any books on single male parenting mm-hmm. lately. Okay, because you are a double income, no kids dad. Mm-hmm. I have not looked at it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. No, my wife will come to her senses eventually. And love you forever. Uh-huh. Please leave a message after the tone. Is there a moment that you can recall doing something you did, maybe accidental or on purpose, to someone that you, you know, still really feel bad about? I mean, um, I once pointed out kids' bald spots. And he had to announce it to everyone that he had some disorder with his hair, some trichomania or something. I don't know. And I still feel like a total scumbag. Message deleted. <gasps> Mahoney oh. ran up to a 12-year-old at a concert and told her that she had a dumb haircut she one time. She was 22. She was not 22. She was She's 22. 20. Her, her mom called her It was, was a 21-plus show, Dave. <laughs> it was not. It was a 21-plus show. You're a liar. Yeah, 100% you're a percent filthy, was. filthy liar. Didn't you Mahoney also, cuss out some kids? You, tr- because- you trash-talked a kid because he was in an earlier boarding group than you on Southwest. He was going to visit his parents because they were divorced. <laughs> I bet they got divorced because of him. Oh, my God. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> you mother- oh, boy. It's big. You yeah, Mahoney, I don't want to bring up um, old stuff, but uh, this hurt quite a bit. Uh, What's that, Dave? Weekend. Um, we were out doing an event this past weekend at a, at a, at a festival, and mm-hmm. um, there were some pictures that were taken of the show, and I invited Audrey to be a collaborator on an image, and I invited you to be a collaborator on an image. I've never asked anyone to collaborate with me before on Instagram, and I understand that if you're not on Instagram, this probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but um, it's the sort of thing where like you invite someone to collaborate, and then it will show up on both of your feeds. Mm-hmm. I'd never asked anyone to collaborate with me before. I asked both of you, and both of you denied I didn't me. get the notification. Oh, really? I didn't. Oh, it's, it's not too late. You can still accept it. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> okay. You are so bold to assume that that's the only photo I wanted from the weekend. That Okay, so first off, you approved that photo, okay? I said that that one was, I, I said that that was cute. And then, you know what happened is that Audrey posted a whole bunch of pictures from the weekend. And do you know what she did? Did you see Mahoney? I did see, Dave. She cropped us out. She <laughs> cropped us out. You. You, we, half of our faces. The real star was shining. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, but also, could you guys have been any further away from me in that photo? Okay. I was cracking up laughing. I was like, I was showing my boyfriend. I was like, does it even look like they know me and have known me for five years? <laughs> You're standing so far away. What, do you we want us all like to be we're hugging? not buddies. No, you couldn't even be for. Even if we were standing, at like, a little bit closer to each other, maybe I would have approved it. But it looked... 
It looks like we're so far away from each well, other. Well, but so, but your your answer was to instead post a picture that you loved of yourself and then half of our faces. <laughs> it looks like we're closer together when you crop it that way. No, it doesn't. It. <laughs> <laughs> Even your friends were saying, I can't believe that she did that. I'm just yeah, saying. they were hyping me up. You, One you, of our friends was like, yeah, crop them out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it for the giggles. I mean, we had a really good time. The photo was really cute. If you want to check it out, it's at David Mahoney on our Instagram. And uh, Dave Farah as well. Um, but the one that I denied no, for not, the collaboration not, was uh, at Dave Farah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the one that I. It just looked a little, it was a little awkward. It was a little awkward. You don't think so? Not at all. <laughs> No, that is a totally normal picture of how friends and coworkers stand next to each other. Okay. It's a fantastic photo. No, man, like we're standing it closer to you. People are going to be like, those guys are creeping. No, yeah. that's what you uh, think because you're paranoid. But you, as we you should could be. not be standing further away. We don't. We, we. I had to prop my hands on my, on my uh, uh, elbow or on my hips to where my elbows were at least somewhat close to you guys. If I would have done that, you guys would have looked like you were on the opposite ends of the See, my, my elbow is one inch away from your boob. <laughs> One inch. Look at that. Look at how close my elbow is to your boob. I can't yes. get any closer Mahoney to you. is literally like to the shape of an L in order to stand far but also close. <laughs> Mahoney doesn't like physical touch with weird people. You can't. Hey, you cannot. You, you know what? There have been too many people who have been canceled for being creeps. I'm not a creep. Not getting canceled. That does Why kinda, do you think that, that I would cancel no, you? No, you wouldn't cancel me. It'd be other people to be the internet. be like, look at that old guy creeping on that young woman. And then it's like, nah, man, nah. Go nah. comment on the photo because I need to know. Or call 833-YO-DUMMY because mm. I want to know if this is dramatic for me I'm just to being be respectable. Like, I don't know why I'm getting grief here because I'm just a respectable gentleman in no, this situation. silly goose. I'm like, legit, just don't act like you don't know me. <laughs> That's the whole point. I'm like, looking at this photo, I'm like... So not only We've did you not accept my collaboration on this image, somebody also said it looks like I shave only my left knee, which is hurtful. <laughs> you wear too much jeans, man. Free the knee. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>